Hey, everybody. Welcome to Creative Confessionals. I'm Kelly Taylor. And I'm Maddie Rose. So we have a really special treat for everyone today. Not only do you get to listen to the two of us in your ear holes, but we have a really special guest. Yeah, today we're joined by the lovely Monique Danielle. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We're super stoked. So Maddie and I like to play a little game before each episode. It's called Bad Thing, Bad Thing. So basically you say one bad thing that happened to you this week and then you follow it by a bad thing. So you down for that? Totally down. All right. So what was your bad thing this week? So I'm going to be super type A, which is a big part of me right now and say my rad thing for the week is that I got so much done on my to do list. Like I crossed off almost everything except two things. And that just makes me so excited. (laughs) Productivity. I'm a Virgo. So that like makes me excited for you. Right. Like crossing things off of my to do list is so exciting. I, I understand. And in the first week of January, it's just like, mm, couldn't be more perfect. Feels good. <laughs> All right, Maddie, how about you? My rad thing this week is that I recently discovered that if you make a batch of cookie dough and you bake half of the cookies, but then take the other half of the cookies and make them into their respective cookie shaped and then throw them in the freezer you can take those cookies out of the freezer individually. I mean, after you've eaten the rest of the pre-baked cookies and throw them in the toaster oven for 15 minutes and have an individual warm baked cookie whenever you damn well please. So basically daily, I've been having a like fresh baked cookie from my freezer and it's the greatest thing ever. So you basically have like a stock supply of cookies in your freezer. Yeah. Yeah, I have a stock of uh, cookies that I can freshly bake and have warm out of the oven whenever I want. And I feel uh, mildly less guilty about having one at a time instead of an entire plate at a time. So that's, yeah, that's my rad thing this week. I approve of both, whether it's on a plate (laughs) or one, same thing, really. Hearing that news is like my new rad thing. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Right, right. It's this, it's a new tip that I learned on someone from YouTube. I don't quite remember who. But that was my lear- my thing that I learned this week. And I was like, this is genius. And I've been sharing genius. it with people all week. And every person that I share it with is like, you're brilliant. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. But really, it was the person on YouTube. But I know. Brilliant. That's nah, you. It's all you, girl. Take it. Cookie and Kelly, what was your by rad Maddie thing? Rose. Right? Kelly, what was your rad thing this week? My rad thing. Well, similar to Monique is oh, productivity is that I had my first audition of the year. <gasps> today. Maddie, you helped me with that. So thank you. I did. I did. And there's not a lot going on from January to like, I feel like March in the entertainment industry. So the fact that I had one audition, I feel pretty damn good about that. So whether I get the role or not, I feel productive. I started the first week of January off right or 2021 off right, I should say. So (laughs) I'm excited about that. Heck yes. That's awesome. All right, I think we should move on to our bad thing of the week, but I do want to preface this with, it's been a bad week in the world this week. So just so we're not all saying our bad thing of the week is the coup that happened in the States and all of the horribleness of people going and attacking Capitol Hill, which is an awful event for so, so, so many reasons. 
we're going to, we're going to label that as the world bad thing. And we're going to move on to our individual bad things. So with that aside, with a pin in that, Monique, what was your bad thing of this week? Good. I like that idea. My bad thing was last night, I was going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, as we all do. And it was the dark. So I walked into the wall and bonked my head really hard and it hurt no (laughs) that is not what you want now was this on your way to the bathroom on your way back from the bathroom it was on the way to the bathroom and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that this also happened to me like a week ago in a different bathroom (laughs) so I'm just like collecting bumps on my head so I don't know the universe is just telling me to I don't know have my bladder removed I guess so I don't know (laughs) No, that's the worst, especially when it's on the way too, because it's like, you have to pee. You're up in the middle of the night, so you're cranky anyways. It's dark and you don't want to turn on the lights and then you bonk your head. That's yeah. so, so many yeah. things in one. <laughs> it's just, I was not a fan. I was not needing that in the middle of the night. I feel like it's really understandable though, because you wake up in the middle of the night and you're not fully awake yet. Right? You know, no. So you're gonna, and it's dark. Can't really blame anyone. Yeah, no. Well, I, I was awake after that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you unpleasant. really didn't want to be. All right, Maddie, what was your bad thing? Uh, I don't have too many bad things this week. Although, as every every pet owner knows, uh, sometimes your animals just get sick. Every now and again, they just eat too fast. They eat something weird outside, especially if you have a dog, especially if you have a lab that thinks that pretty much anything is food. So yesterday he just barfed and I had to clean up dog barf, which is just never, never fun. He's fine. He's completely fine. No need for a vet trip. It wasn't anything strange. He just ate an ice cube too quickly and uh, (laughs) decided it was too quick for his stomach. So that's sad and adorable. Yeah, it's it's super cute. But at the same time, gross. So yeah, dog barf is my is my bad thing this week. What about you, Kel? My bad thing was that I officially got declined for all three grants that I applied for for the Ontario Art Council. So a little bit bummed out. Although I will say that I think everybody is applying for grants this year. And Mm -hmm. it's got to be a really tough decision for the Art Council. And they probably don't have as many grants or as much grants as normal. So... I think it was a really tough decision. So it's not like I take it personally, but really bummed out because there's a project that Maddie and I were working on that I'm still going to find a way to produce it somehow, but you know, art costs money. So it would be, so that's my bad thing. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. But on the right side is that lots of people are going to be creating art this year. And that makes me happy. People are still creating. So yeah, absolutely. And if, uh, if anyone listening wants to help Kel out, hey, you can do that by subscribing and helping us get more, get more listeners because that always helps podcasts. And hey, maybe we can make some money off of this thing. And then you can pay for your art yourself. You don't even need grants. And if you'd like to sponsor my project, I'll take that also. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool too. Where is that patronage that used to happen where people used to just give artists money? We can bring that back. All right. Well, in our first episode, we discussed that we all wear different hats as creatives, and most of us have maybe one or two primary hats that we like to wear. Monique, do you want to talk about what your hats are? 
Totally. I like to identify as a, a many-hatted artist. I actually like to identify as a mad many-hatted many artist because I yes. think it's funny and it works. So I am a theater artist first. Theater is my first love, my one true love. So I'm an actor mainly, but I also do direct and produce as we know in Canada. If you need, if you want to get your work done, you got to do it yourself. But pandemic life and theater is not as much a thing as it was so I also am a voice artist and I've been building my my voice business I definitely went in hard over 2020 got a new demo redid my website got a new sound booth like the whole shebang so those are my hats those are some good hats yeah they fit snug and they're styling awesome okay so as we lead into today's episode let me start you off with a little riddle What do Alicia Keys, Marilyn Monroe, and Natalie Portland all have in common? They have significantly more money in their bank accounts than we do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I would go with that one. But no, what I I meant was they all have stage names. That's right. And so do we. And so do a lot of other performers, by the way. So many performers have them. That's what we want to talk about in this week's episode is, is stage names. How we got them, why we use them reactions people have had to learning our legal names or, or birth names, for lack of better words. Yeah, cool. how we identify with them and, and all that. How so, we don't. Dominique, <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start us off with your story? Sure. I'll tell a bit of a condensed version because mine is a bit long and windy, though it is a thrilling tale. I'm thinking about uh, writing a one-woman show, actually, about it, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. So my... My tale kind of comes from that I was actually uh, married a long time ago. And then after a few years, I was no longer married. And so I think a lot of people who go through that journey will understand that you kind of have a crisis around your name. I mean, it's different if you have kids or if you have, I don't even know. But at that time, I was, I had this name that belonged to my ex, who is an amazing human being, but um, it just didn't really feel like my name. So I wanted to change it up. And I debated going back to my maiden name, as the patriarchy would say. But my name is was originally Monique Wiggers. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the word wigger or what wiggers are before, but it's a it's an unfortunate slang term could be used very derogatorily. And I used to get made fun of mercilessly when I was a kid. So the thought of going back to that name wasn't super appealing either. And then there's also other things around your original name and stuff. And there was personal things. So I, what I actually ended up doing is then I, I swapped my middle name and my last name, which is how I ended up with Danielle. And it confuses people all the time. And whenever someone asks for my last name, I always say, my last name is Danielle, so they don't think I got confused and I'm giving them my first name. <laughs> that's so awesome. that's kind of the short version of how I got the stage name Monique Danielle. Yeah, that's really I cool. feel that. I feel that with the like two first names because Madeline Rose is is my stage name and the name that I use and identify with and the name that's on all my socials and, and all of those things. But people often see Rose and they they think it's my first name or they think it's my middle name and I neglected to add my last name or something. I do think in my case, though, I got a bit lucky with Schitt's Creek coming out because the the name of the Schitt's Creek family are the Rose family. So people have now started to realize that that Rose is actually a last name 
or can be yes. us. But I feel you with that, with that two, two first name situation. Yeah, I get cal- called Danielle a lot. No, the same with Kelly Taylor too, because it's the same. It's two possible first names. And the same with Monique is that your story kind of resonated with me because from my childhood, I got made fun of with my last name a lot too. Yeah, just growing up, a lot of kids would make fun of me, never really resonated with my last name for that reason. And then as an adult going into auditioning as an actor, you would get casting directors who would try to pronounce your name and then they would do it wrong. And then you would correct them and they'd kind of give you a look like, really? You're correcting me? And it's like, no, it's okay. Call me whatever you want. I'm fine. (laughs) It doesn't matter. And then I made the decision to change it and a fun little fact is about me is that I also love music and I grew up being part of a really musical family my dad was a musician I loved country music growing up James Taylor is one of my favorite writers and when I was really little I wanted to be a country singer that didn't happen when I decided to go full force into acting and change my name I was gonna go to my mom's last name actually because I had a really strong connection with my mom's side of the family and then I kind of thought well now I'm kind of picking sides and I don't really want to pick sides in my family there's nothing against my dad's side of the family then I kind of came up with the name Taylor because I thought well who's like the you know acting equivalent to James Taylor and I thought well Elizabeth Taylor in like Mm. you know the movie and and TV world and Elizabeth Taylor is actually one of my mom's favorite actors from her childhood so I was like okay like let me let me think about that and I slept on it for a bit and then I did the whole looking it up on IMDb to see if there were any other Kelly Taylors and I was gonna use my middle name so I was gonna go to Kellyanne and do Kellyanne Taylor and I wanted to do also voiceover which was what I'm doing now but when I started out acting I really wanted to be an animation voiceover actor and I see one Kelly A. Taylor on IMDb. And this person has a lot of credits. And I was like, oh, this person's done a lot. Let me just take a closer look. And the roles are nurse, school teacher, babysitter. Uh-oh. Like, yeah. And I started looking <laughs> like, fuck their porn star. <laughs> okay. Yeah, delivery nope, girl? <laughs> nope. And I didn't, I didn't want to be known. I didn't want to be referenced to the character from 90210 to Kelly Taylor. But then I thought after that, I'd rather be compared to a character from a 90s teen drama than a porn star. So then Kelly Taylor it was. And it's actually become more than just a stage name. It's kind of become me. And I kind of call it my adopted name. Oh, and there I have a whole story once you get into the legal side of it. Because Monique Danielle actually is my legal name. And that's going to be the, the subject of my one woman show is dealing with Service Ontario and, and changing my name because it, let me tell you, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. You can't just I'm, do what they do in Friends and just pull up and, and say, I'd like to change my name to, what is it? Phoebe Buffet, Banana Hammock, Princess Princess Consuela. Consuela <laughs> no, it's complicated. And because as I said, like I was married, I had that whole other thing. So I had, and it, interesting fact, Let's get all interesting about this. When you change your name for marriage, it's not actually, it it becomes your legal name, but it's not a quote unquote legal name change because when you get married, when you show your marriage certificate, you are allowed to assume your husband's name. You're allowed to do it. Men can assume their wives' names and then same-sex couples can assume each other's names. However, it's way more problematic for them and difficult. So if we go back to the good old fashioned heteronormative women you can take on your husband's names so um i had a birth certificate that had my maiden name i had a marriage certificate that had my maiden name and then my id was in my married name and then i changed my name so i had a name change certificate in my new name 
And when I changed it, I had to surrender my birth certificate. So I no longer had proof that I was born. So I just had all this paperwork and the government looked at it, even though they were the one who issued me all of this paperwork. And they looked at it and said, no, we don't get it. We don't see it. We don't see the link. We can't change it. So I got stuck with my married name for a long time and they wouldn't change it. And I had to have like, I had to send off for a new birth certificate for Alberta because I was born in Alberta. And I had to have a friend of mine say that he knew that I was who I said I was because I had no proof that I was who I said I was. And it was just a disaster. Yeah. That sounds lengthy and exhausting. And that's your name. Like that's something that is personal to you and how you identify and how you, I don't know, share yourself with the world like that. Ooh, I feel like that should be a lot easier to change. Totally. And it, like, I definitely, that's when I really realized how personal my name was to me. And like just being in tears at Service Ontario or screaming on the phone to someone about how frustrated I was. It's like, it's your name. It's my name. And it was kind of like taken from me. And so like, that's where I actually really enjoy the idea of a stage name is it's something you get to choose because when you're born into a name, you don't choose it. You get your likely your dad's name as your last name and a name that gets picked for you as your first name. And then there's all sorts of other, I don't even know. But so I've always identified with my first name because that's what the one that was given to me. But it was really interesting to be able to switch up and change other aspects of my name and be able to say like, no, this is me. This is me choosing my identity, which was actually really empowering once the government allowed me to do it. Which they did. You you got there in they the did, end. It was yeah. a lengthy process, but you got there. I got there. I got all the okay, I got good. all the forms. I got all the IDs. Good. Yeah. I have a friend who changed their name after high school. And when I asked them why they changed it and they just looked at me and they thought about it for a second and they were like, Well, I didn't feel like oh whatever that name was. I felt like this and I was like, oh, okay. That clicked with me. And I feel the same way with my name because not only yes, the kids made fun of me when I was younger, but I also didn't resonate with it and I didn't feel like it was me. And I feel so much more like a Kelly Taylor than I feel like a Kelly whatever, whatever, you know, you know. It's your name and yet your parents choose it for you when you are the, I don't know, hours old or days not old even. in some Sometimes cases. Sometimes they have it planned before anything, like before they even know what you are. It's like, well, if it's a boy, he's going to be Thomas. Yeah. If it's a girl, it'll be Teresa because we yeah. like teas. You know what? I was thinking sometimes it takes a few days because my mom is a twin and her and her twin, I believe, were baby A and baby B for a few days until their oh parents decided their names. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was only a couple of days. It was, I think it was only like two days or something until their parents like firmly decided on their names. But until then they were baby A who was born first and baby B who was born second. <laughs> did they have like socks with A on one and then B on the other so they could tell them <laughs> apart? Like how do they know which one was A and which one was B? Or like they different color? I'm not sure. Different color collars like with puppies when they're like, well, this one's purple <laughs> and that one's green. Like, Yeah, I've also heard with pets like painting their nails or something like painting or on a turtle, like painting a certain <laughs> like color of nail polish on their shell to differentiate the two. So I don't I know, maybe so they- Maybe they like painted their tiny little baby toenails. I should ask my mother this question. This seems like important family information to know. But <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes a few a few days. But no, she, yeah, people are not choosing their names. Like they're chosen for us. And you don't know what you're going to be or how you're going to turn out. And I always make the joke with people that I have like three names because I I have Maddie, which is something that a lot of friends or family call me. Madeline is my stage name and part of my legal name. And then I have another performer name for my burlesque that I do. That is another another name that I go by. 
And I just say to people, you know, I have, I have multiple names. Sometimes, you know, folks come up to me and they say that they have other names or that they are switching their name for whatever reason or something like that. And I'm like, oh girl, I got you. I've got three names. Don't worry about it. I'll call you whatever you want. It's totally fine. But yeah, I, I also identify with both of you guys as you were both saying that you got made fun of as kids for your last name. I'm starting to wonder, is that a kid experience? Cause I also got made fun of for my legal last name. And it also Aww. was often pronounced incorrectly. I mean, to be so fair, I also was... got made fun of for my first name. So I got Kelly Bundy a lot. Oh. So it could have just been that boys were mean. Yeah. Kids I think ki- kids are just mean. Yeah, yeah. kids are mean. Yeah. yeah, I used to get Maddie McFaddy a lot, which Aww. was like, I was a really skinny kid. So to the point where I was uh, almost self-conscious of being so thin as a kid, but it, it's what people, uh, what kids choose. Like it's it was such a weird thing that you're rhyming Maddie with McFaddy. Like, where does that even come from? <laughs> so creative children. Wow. Right? <laughs> also too, I heard a story from Halsey and- she was talking about where she got her name from and her birth name is Ashley. And she was saying that in an early part of her career, she felt so low and had so little confidence in herself. And she felt like she just couldn't do it and she couldn't make it. But then she reinvented herself as Halsey. And she's like, you know what? Maybe Ashley isn't good enough to make it, but Halsey sure fucking is. That's actually really cool. And that's also like your mentality, right? So a name can also build up your mentality it's like if you don't resonate with something then that's going to affect your confidence that's going to affect your game change if you change your name and you're feeling it and you're like yeah this is who i am then there's no stopping you yeah i think too you know companies have have their name their title but as actors we also are sort of companies and brands in and of ourselves so I think sometimes having that stage name is almost similar to like a company name like that that becomes your brand that becomes your your work but I think a lot of us to identify so deeply as artists that it also becomes the name that we identify with most I don't know most truthfully yeah because I don't know about you guys really? but I go by my stage name yeah. that is the name that I use that I go by I have also considered changing it legally but it's gotten to the point where friends who have known me but not known me as long as I guess I've been using my stage name for a, about five years or so now and friends who have met me before then didn't know that I had a separate legal name for example we all know Frank in this group yes and yes. I used to work with I used to work with Frank at uh, somewhere else for part of one of my Joe jobs and he saw my not paycheck pay stub I think just the they just had it folded and it just had yeah. my legal name on the top so he couldn't see any of the information but he could see my legal name and he was like wait that's that's your name <laughs> I was like yeah and he's known me for years so it gets to a point sometimes where even friends and and people don't necessarily know my legal name and they almost get to a point of trying to figure it out or find it or think that that's they're uncovering the truth or something and it's like no my stage name is who I am that is my truth is is who I am it's my stage name but yeah I also technically legally have this other name (laughs) yeah no the only thing that I use my legal name for is legal purposes payroll for jobs and stuff and so the same thing it's like my pay stub will have my legal name on it or the schedule at work will have my legal name on it and I think there was a time when I was buying a ticket somewhere and I had my credit card out and I was buying a train ticket somewhere and a friend's boyfriend looked at it and he was like, oh, so you have a professional name? 
And I was like, yeah, it's just the name I go by, but you know, it's there. Yeah. Also because I've been doing theater for so long, I have a lot of friends that just know me through theater. And I think that's also kind of part of the reason why I really resonate with my quote unquote stage name, which I'm now just calling my adopted name, is because so many people that are part of my life know me as Kelly Taylor more mm-hmm. so than anybody who knew me before that time. Yeah, absolutely. I kind, of, I kind of feel that way because I moved to Ontario right around when I changed my name. So basically everyone in Ontario knows me as Monique Danielle, which is kind of a nice way to start off a new name. <laughs> which, yeah. When no one knows your old one. Yeah, just hop provinces and change your name. <laughs> there you go. Just like, just, just abandon your life and yeah. <laughs> run away, get in trouble with the government. That's how you yeah. do it. <laughs> Good advice for bank robbers and artists, apparently. <laughs> Similar to what I did, except I didn't get in trouble with the government, but I did run away. I ran away from Kitchener, Ontario to Toronto, Ontario. And yeah, no one knew me as anything else but Kelly Taylor. And that was, I think, the beginning of Kelly Taylor becoming me and not just a stage name. It was, this is who I am. Like, this is who's going to make it. This girl can do it. This girl can kick ass, can produce, can act, whatever. And she can make it in the city. Whereas maybe before the other girl, maybe just didn't have the confidence in herself to do it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Now, I don't know. I don't know about you, Kelly. So Monique, this probably doesn't apply to you because it's Monique Danielle is your legal name. But it Madeline Rose or Maddie Rose is not technically my legal name yet. And Kelly Taylor is not technically your legal name as of yet. But do you have to check yourself when you're filling out forms? Because so many times I've signed Madeline Rose or uh, written in the you know name section, Madeline Rose, and I have to go, oh shit, wait, this isn't my legal name. And I have to cross it out and rewrite it like for my license or the doctor or whatever, whatever time I need to use legal name, you know? Oh, 100%. And I also have this weird struggle with like, when do I use my legal name? And when do I use my adopted name? Because mm-hmm. for legal purposes, if I'm going to a tanning salon, do they need to know my legal last name? I don't think right? so. I actually had the opposite effect though once and I went into an audition and my mind was just in a million different places. And for whatever reason, I spelled out my legal name on my paper. And I didn't realize I did that until they called me and I was tripping. I'm like, what? Who here knows me? I don't understand. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I paused and then they looked and then they said it again. I'm like, oh shit, sorry, that's me. Pretty sure they thought I was crazy. And I was just a little absent-minded. Slightly the troubles crazy. of having multiple names. It's true. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I have different different groups of people in my life that know me by my different names. Like my burlesque community knows me by my burlesque stage name my acting theater and anyone who's met me after university knows me by my stage name which is the name that I use and identify the most but then there's that select group that I went to high school with or that I grew up with maybe cousins or family members that call me by my legal name and it's I have to differentiate the three sometimes. And if I've been spending too much time with one particular group, like my acting group, and then I go home and they use my legal name and and I have to check myself too. And I'm like, wait, what? Who? Oh, that is me. Yes. Yes. No, that's me. (laughs) I actually get that from my nieces and nephew for whatever reason. Like kids are curious. So my nephew's six and he'll be like, what's your last name? And just so for, for sake of ease, I'll just give the same last name as his last name. 
because then it doesn't confuse him. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's like, it's not technically true, but he's six. He doesn't need yeah. to know. <laughs> so Daniel Day-Lewis was in The Crucible. <laughs> Check out Daniel Day-Lewis in The Crucible. I like to joke because at the end, if you're familiar with the story, he's uh, he has to sign off that he agrees that he's a witch. And then they make him, he, he admits it. And then they want him to sign it. And he doesn't want to sign it. And they say, why won't you sign it? And he goes into this overly melodramatic, it's my name, it's the only name I'll have in my life. And that's (laughs) me at Service Ontario trying to take my name back from the government. So just to clear up any confusion over why I keep name dropping this prolific actor. Unfortunately not because we're friends. And that was the trailer for Monique Danielle's One Woman Show. One Woman Show. Come check me out in Edinburgh when we're allowed to see each other again. <laughs> yeah, when we're allowed to leave our houses again. 2025. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh my God, no, please. Let's hope it is this year. <laughs> I want right. to see you all in person again. Namesies. I like, I'm not a fan of this life. Mm-mm. No, none of us are. But on the bright side that we get to all connect this way, we get to start this awesome podcast. Yeah. And we're still creating really great art. Absolutely. Yeah. And finding new ways podcast. to do that, which is cool. And on that note, thanks everyone for tuning in. For any of you who are listening to us, uh, thanks so much for listening. And if you're an artist and you're listening to us and you want to be on our show, please. We like talking to people about oh, anything, very, really. Yeah. But especially today's guests, we very much enjoy talking to yes. Monique. So, Monique, before you leave us, do you have any any final thoughts, any plugs on shows that you want to, I don't know, update our viewers on? Viewers? Listeners. 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 Let's go with listeners. Update our listeners on or uh, where can people find you? Oh, goodness. Good idea. Okay. So I have also applied for a lot of grants this year. I run a very small theater company called Prairie Bear Theater, and I have been trying to produce a show called Detritus since we were supposed to go to the Calgary and Edmonton Fringe pre-pandemic life has changed so keep an ear out for that show though detritus by garrett mallory scott and um you can find me on pretty much on facebook insta twitter at at monique for reels that's the number four and the word real as in as in you're a real person (laughs) (laughs) you really exist yeah yeah awesome well thanks so much for joining us yeah absolutely go find monique danielle because she's awesome i can vouch for her i have worked with her before in fact the last time i was allowed on a stage before this pandemic hit was with you and that was pretty cool So uh, hopefully one day we'll get to work together again and see each other live in person for real. But until then, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thanks for letting us be in your ear holes. We appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye.